Welcome to Bikini Things, you guys. I can't believe I'm saying this. Bikini Things is back. 2020 vision. Here we go. Uh, I I had so much fun doing it. It was a lot of work. And so I spent some time regrouping, rethinking, reaching out to some friends. So I am so excited to announce the relaunch and I'm so excited to announce my new two co-hosts, Michelle Edwards and Kaylee Howdyshell, who are going to be permanent co-hosts of the podcast. So welcome, Kaylee. Welcome, Michelle. Thanks for being here. So excited to be here. Yes, I am so excited. I'm excited to have you. So let's get right into it. We're going to do a bit of an intro just to get you guys in the swing of things again, to get you back into bikini things. We're going to chat for just a few minutes about our backgrounds, our fitness backgrounds, what is next for us and then we're going to talk about what's next for the podcast so i'll kind of i'll kind of go last i guess i mean if you've listened to any of the past episodes there's about 35 episodes of bikini things you can go listen to on itunes all other major platforms now you know plenty about me (laughs) but really what i want to do today is i want to introduce michelle and i want you to introduce kaylee so michelle why don't you start off why don't you introduce yourself say how old you are where you're from where you're living right now, and give us a little background on your fitness journey. Perfect, yeah. So I'm Michelle. I am 25 years old, and I am currently living in Huntington Beach. I just moved, like, yesterday. Yeah, Um, in the process of moving. In the process, (laughs) yeah. We're not not quite done. Um, But I'm actually originally from Northern California, and I moved down here about six years ago for college, um, and I've stayed down here, ultimately. And yeah, my fitness journey began when I pretty much quit softball. I played softball in college and ultimately gained a lot of weight. Freshman 15 was a thing. So I quit softball and a lot of people were telling me that I would gain even more weight. And so I really wanted to combat that. So I decided to really jump into fitness. I started a workout program and I lost a lot of weight, started sharing my story on Instagram, and the workout program I did was called BBG by Kayla Itziness, and she ended up posting my transformation a bunch of times, and that's kind of how I gained my following, decided that I wanted to be able to share more information, because people would ask me a lot of questions. I didn't have that much like fitness information besides my own journey, so got my certification in personal training, and here I am today. Nice. So how long have you been a certified personal trainer? It's been almost two years. I'm coming up on my recertification, so I'm going to get my fitness nutrition specialist certification in order to get my CEUs. Nice. Yeah, I have that one as well. I know we're still kind of under quarantine. Times are a little weird. Yes. And we'll get into that on, on the next episode. But where are you training or where were you training when gyms were still open? Yeah, so I'm training... I'll say currently, um, but I'm training at a gym called Elite Fitness in downtown Santa Ana, as well as a gym in Huntington Beach called Our Gym. They're both private personal training gyms that I'm able to like rent out space. And then eventually I'm going to probably start training out of my new home in my garage gym as well. That's kind of a plan in works. Okay. Very cool. 
So with all that said, I know, I know a lot of your background was with BBG, which is cool. I've never really, I've never really done her workout program, but I definitely look at her page as some of the original fitspo for women. Yes. Um, I know she's had a huge impact on the fitness community and just fitness in general for women over the last several years. What are some of your future goals, girl? Like, what have you got coming up that we can look forward to? Yeah, I mean, besides... Besides your FNS, which well, is... Well, I was going to say, is, besides the podcast as well. Besides the podcast, <laughs> yeah, the podcast. I guess I <laughs> forgot about that. So, future goals. I am, with the COVID-19, trying to transition a little more into online training um, as well, just because of the current time. So, I've been doing a little bit of that, and then... My own fitness goals is I'm going to compete. I guess that's Yay. a big thing to yes. now. Yes, girl. We love that. So I'm going to do my first competition, which I'm so excited for. Laura's going to help me with that, with coaching. And yeah, that's those are the main things that I'm working on. Obviously, building my business uh, for personal training as well. But times are a little bit strange, so yeah, times are strange, and we'll we'll for sure talk about that in the next episode. But those are some great goals, and like you mentioned, I'm super excited to see you compete. I yes. know it's been a thought in the back of your mind for a while, just because you and I are friends, and I, know, I also know that the podcast, doing a podcast, was a goal of yours, and I feel like this worked out perfectly because I spent so many months just in the back of my head having this desire to relaunch bikini things and realizing. I need help and I need co-hosts. Yes. And so I think the timing of all of it came together really, really perfectly. Um, what's the word for that? I serendipitous. Can't think of it. Serendipitous. Yes. A very serendipitous yes. um, coincidence. So I'm very excited and I'm also very excited to prep you for a show too because I've never, I've coached people. I've helped people lose a lot of weight. I've never prepped anyone else for a show. And you did a cut with me last year that yes. your results were awesome. I mean... They're on my Instagram page. I'm, I know they're on yours. Your results are amazing. I constantly get hit up with so many people praising your results and wanting results like yours. So I'm very excited to see you compete. You have a lot of muscle for somebody that's never competed before. So it'll be really cool and it'll be fun to fun to be on the journey with you. Yes, I'm so excited. I've been waiting for this moment to, to find that time and everything's kind of falling yeah. together, which is yeah. great. So once... Once we have some more options with the gyms, we'll figure out we'll figure out which which exact show and we'll keep everyone posted on what you're up to. Yes, definitely. Well, wonderful. Okay, well, thanks so much, Michelle. Kaylee, you want to introduce yourself to kind of say the same thing? How old are you? Where are you from? Where do you live? Give us a little bit of background on your fitness journey. Of course. So I'm Kaylee. I am 31 and currently living in Rancho Santa Margarita. Beautiful, a little sleepy, but it is beautiful. Um, but I am... Also in the midst of moving back to Costa Mesa, right by Laura. Very exciting. I'm, I'm excited. Fingers crossed. <laughs> Selfishly, <laughs> I'm very excited. I know. I am really, really missing being a minute away from my friends and all the action here. Huntington Beach is amazing. I've also lived there by the beach, which I went to yesterday. And as far as fitness, I actually am originally from the Midwest, so something similar to Laura as well, from Missouri, and then moved to an island, St. Thomas, in the Virgin Islands for a couple years, and then found myself in California. Within all of that, I was a skinny mini, and basically didn't want to get 
over a hundred pounds at five eight and a half, which is and crazy. You did modeling, correct? Yeah. Back in the day. So I was doing more of runway modeling, and that was through college when I was doing fashion as a major, and then even on the island, I did some photo shoots. Obviously a gorgeous place to do that, and then also some runway, but then I realized I'm actually too short for runway. Seriously? Mm-hmm. Oh, oh my yeah. Gosh. They're at least six foot. So really? You, you're on I the would cusp. Have, I would have maybe made the cut. <laughs> you're on I the cut. I was never, I'm too, I'm too old and too thick to be a model at this yeah. point. Yeah, well now <laughs> we're healthy looking. We yeah. have the curves. Yes. Something yes. that I was always afraid of. So when I came to California for work, I was just trying to make myself known. I didn't know anyone here and I found myself with a boyfriend that was about to start competing for the first time as well and he basically introduced it to me, which I think we'll talk a little bit more about in a later episode, but that is literally about four and a half years ago is when I truly started training, which is also when I started competing. Awesome. Yeah. And so, so since you've started competing, why don't you give us a little bit more about what you've accomplished, what you've done and, and maybe what some of your future goals are. Absolutely. Um, so I started competing four and a half years ago and I didn't really know what in the world I was getting into. It was basically just a goal of mine to have an amazing physique, whatever that looked like. I really couldn't envision it. And then get up on stage, which is something that I just love doing, uh, similar to runway modeling. So I found myself a coach and a trainer and went to work. And then first show, I ended up in third place and took some time off and then went on to do eight eight more shows seven more shows and finally was re- uh, awarded IFBB pro last year in July hell at yeah. universe hell yeah <laughs> yes <laughs> um which was such an experience just even getting there and I'm sure we'll talk way more in depth about that But then I prepped for my pro debut, which thankfully went off this year in February, right before all this COVID uh, stuff happened in the U.S. So I was able to step on stage as a pro. And just like my main goal always was to have a competitive physique, that is exactly what we brought. So I ended up placing fourth at my first pro show and really realized I am competitive among these pros and pros that have walked on the Olympia stage. So speaking of future, now that I can really visualize it and work towards that goal, I hope to be on the Olympia stage, you know, one of these days. I can't say exactly when and who knows what shows right now, but that that really is now a serious goal of mine to get there. I think I think that's totally doable. I believe I yes. believe in you 100% always and yeah to I mean you said it so so subtly but honestly to place top 5 at your first pro show that's such an amazing accomplishment and that was a very competitive show that show that you did legends muscle contest legends at the end of February 
That was about two weeks before the Arnold. Yeah. So there were girls in that show that were prepping for the Arnold, which is basically the second most prestigious Absolutely. bodybuilding competition in the world. Yeah. And you placed top five. So. Which is another one too, though. <laughs> so let's just take a moment to appreciate the how amazing. Arnold. No, the Arnold is another one that I would love to be invited yeah. to. And then, unfortunately, or fortunately, but this year I really, really wanted to take competing with my other passion of traveling and go to other countries yeah. and be able to compete. I think it's such a huge benefit to be able to do that. So I was planning on going to Vietnam or the Philippines and compete. And then of course <laughs> make those memories yeah. <laughs> probably not yeah. happening now, but it will happen. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. And yeah. that's a good, that's a good segue. Cause that was actually a plan that you and I had it was. is we're very lucky here in Southern California. If you guys are familiar or not, there's an event producer called muscle contest and muscle contest is one of, I think the largest, if not the largest, event producer of shows in the NPC and IFBB in America and maybe even in the world. Mm -hmm. And they have a bunch of amazing t contests here in Southern California. That's what Michelle will be doing when she's here. They have a hold yes. on all the NPC shows in Southern California. So all NPC, San Diego, LA, Orange County, they're all muscle contest. And then they have all these amazing shows around the world. They have Brazil, Ireland, Vietnam, the Philippines, and Kaylee and I were planning to do a really fun girls vacation and compete because the cool thing about their international shows is not only are they amateur competitions, so in the NPC, they're also IFBB. So regardless of how I had done this year, theoretically, let's say I'd compete, things were normal and I had competed for a pro card this summer, regardless of how I did, whether I won my pro card or not. Kaylee and I still could have done the show together and it would have been really fun. We could have traveled and yeah, that probably sadly will not happen, but not this year, not this year. That's but okay. Next. And we That's will okay. be on stage again together. Yes. yes. Well, my, I mean, honestly, one of my favorite things about our friendship and our journeys competing together is Kaylee and I do look somewhat similar. We're both tall. We're both brunette. People are constantly mistaking me for her and Keep in mind, she just said she got top five at her first pro show, and people are constantly thinking that I'm her. I'm very happy with the comparison. I'm happy. I'm happy to hear at any time people think that I'm her. Like the morning of the show, people are asking me, why aren't you getting your makeup done? Why aren't you getting oh, yes. ready? <laughs> and I just look at them and say, I'm in off season. I'm not even competing today. I'm working the show. So that was, that was pretty funny. That was funny. Um, well, real quick, I will, I'll just give a little bit of background on me and then we'll kind of talk about what's next for the podcast. Mm -hmm. So if you have not listened to any of the past episodes of Bikini Things, my name is Laura Morshe. I'm originally from the Midwest. I'm from Indiana and I live in Costa Mesa, California now. I am a full-time project manager, which is a career field that I love. I'm very passionate about, but I also really love fitness and I love competing I started competing about three, three and a half years ago. It was something I learned about from a girl that I actually taught group exercise classes with in graduate school. So in graduate school, that year between college and my master's, I got a little skinny fat. Mm -hmm. um, so maybe Michelle, I don't know if you can relate. I put on like 15 pounds. Mm -hmm. I felt so uncomfortable in my body. And the crazy thing is now I weigh back then when I you know, got skinny fat, I weigh less than I do right now. But I felt so uncomfortable in my body. I felt so insecure. I felt so ugly. 
And it was, it was really just that internal feeling. It wasn't even necessarily how I looked or how I felt because I was still probably no more than a size four or a size six. I just felt so gross and I felt so unhappy and I knew I needed to make a change. So I started counting calories. I started doing more cardio and it wasn't until I started weightlifting in graduate school that I really saw my body change and I fell in love with it. I fell in love with weight training. I fell in love with the progress I was seeing in the gym and with my body and I realized this is something I want to do. And once I met this girl, her name was Heather, who was doing figure competitions. Mm. I looked at that and I thought, I want to, I want to do that one day. And I had this job for about three years when I finished my master's where I was traveling constantly. I was doing environmental cleanup. There was no way to live a bodybuilding lifestyle or a very dedicated fitness lifestyle with that job. You know, I was not guaranteed lunch breaks. I was on job sites in the middle of nowhere. There were no bathrooms <laughs> nearby. There were a lot of days where I was extremely dehydrated, where maybe I wasn't eating lunch and there would have been no way to compete. But when I left that job after about three and a half years, I knew, okay, I've waited long enough. Now is my time to compete. And I just dove into it. And I really believe that all of that time where I wanted to compete, but I couldn't was something that made me want it that much more. And so my goals are similar to Kaylee's. I'm kind of I would say somewhat following along in her footsteps. You absolutely are. <laughs> Third at your first national show. Yeah. One away from her pro card. First show. Yeah. Very similar. Yeah. Yeah, because that's you placed this the same exact placing mm-hmm. the year prior. So, exactly. So I'm kind of following along in Kaylee's footsteps. As she mentioned, I was one place away from a pro card last summer at NPC USA's. In class H, mm-hmm. Amazon class, tall girls. Um, so my my plan originally this year was to do NPC Universe like Kaylee. Yep. However, with COVID-19, and we'll get into this more in our next episode, all of the shows have been delayed. So right now, Universe, USA, the shows I had been planning on doing are now in November, December. So I will probably start my prep maybe later this summer and try for those shows. So a pro card would be amazing. Stepping on the Olympia stage one day would be amazing. I don't think that's something I've ever verbalized, but I guess I'll say it here. That would be amazing. And I really, I just love competing and I love seeing my progress. So those are goals for me. Outside of that, I've been trying to get a bit more mobile. So I've done a lot of, a lot more mobility work this off season. I can now do a pistol squat, at least on one leg. <laughs> I cannot do that. I'm just looking at Kaylee's face. It terrifies me. Yeah, yeah. I won't get back up. It's been that's been cool. I can pick up into a handstand now, which is something I'd never been able to do before. And I'm getting I'm getting close to. to I was doing so I cheered back in like high school, and I definitely did some cheer kicks yesterday. Okay. Yesterday. Okay. May have hurt my leg a little bit. I'm sure. (laughs) Feeling a little sore today. Yeah. Do an eagle spread. There you go. There you go. Yeah, so just being more mobile. That's that's a goal of mine, being more athletic, taking care of my body. Yeah, and I'm excited. I'm excited to see what's next for the podcast. We were talking this morning. I'm first of all, I'm so so excited to have both Kaylee and Michelle here. Like you girls have been great friends of mine for years now. Mm-hmm. And this is this podcast is something I'm so passionate about and I've had so much fun doing and I'm so excited to have you both involved and to really see what we can do with it and so that was something we were talking about is some of the goals that we had and I don't know Michelle I think you put you put it pretty well because you had the you had a goal of starting a podcast too so I don't I don't want to completely dominate the conversation I mean for you what would you like to see out of this I think 
for me, when I was really debating doing a podcast, I mean, I bought the stuff for podcasts. So I was like, I'm doing this. And then the hard part was the finding guests and doing a podcast by myself, which I think was something that, you know, Laura struggled with as well, which is why having two new co-hosts is like so excited and, and such a good fit. But being able to reach as many people as we can, even though this podcast originated with a focus on bikini competitors that's not our only focus we Mm -hmm. want to reach people that are interested in knowing the life of a bikini competitor knowing how to get more healthy and more into fitness especially women because as most of us have said my my journey was a little bit more different I've been weight training for a very long time but for the co-hosts, they've definitely focused on the change between weight training. Like you guys saw a lot of difference once you started weight training. I think a lot of women are kind of afraid of that. So being able to give that perspective, I think is super important and a way that we can reach more people. That's that's a big thing. I just love, I think each of us has a different perspective. We've had different journeys Mm -hmm. along the way and we, we bring different perspectives to the table. So Michelle, you're still actively training people in person. I did that at one point and that was a lot of fun, but I do online coaching now. Mm -hmm. I compete now. Kaylee has other things too. It's like, she's done runway modeling and she's also taken competing to a very high level. She's competed at a pro level. She's placed at a pro level. So we all have different perspectives and backgrounds. I'm Michelle, you did plant-based for a long yes, time too, just yes. eating. Well, I you know? think also an important thing, I realized that you introduced your main, your full-time job. I think it's important uh, that I mentioned my full-time job. I'm also a mental health therapist. So yeah. I definitely will give a very focused view on those mental health sides because working Absolutely. out, competing, nutrition, all those things, there's a lot of psychological involvement. Totally. And so I have that perspective from, as a clinician, as a mental health therapist, um, to provide more information, which is exciting too. Absolutely. That's a good point. Thank you for mentioning that. And that's, that's one way I think we've connected too, is because even, even as extreme as I like to get in prep and Kaylee, you and I are kind of similar. We, go I would say full psycho mode and prep oh, yeah. like there are no excuses there are no mm-hmm. shortcuts we just embrace the suck and we love we love prepping and we crush it like we do not we do not give 50% effort 75% effort not even 90% effort but as much as we'll do that I always have really tried to keep a very balanced mental attitude about my body about what I'm doing and about my health and fitness. And I think that's one area where fitness and competing can kind of be a double-edged sword because you can take it to a point where you are no longer being healthy, where you're no longer loving yourself, where yes. a lot of competitors even develop body dysmorphia Absolutely. and things like that. I think, too, the more you continue on the journey, I know from my first show to... My last prep, it is completely different. And a lot of other competitors will share the same thing, whether good or bad. I certainly wouldn't deviate at all from the plan in the beginning. And there was no balance. Whereas I know both of us, uh, Laura, were working on 
that balance, the friends, the family involvement, and also being able to get to the gym. And both of us have a very similar career as well, where it can be very, very time demanding. And yet we're not going to miss a workout. We're not going to miss a meal. We're going to make it happen. So Mm -hmm. there is definitely the mental aspect that I think supersedes the diet, supersedes the workout. It is absolutely the mental aspect and that's actually cool. I didn't know that that was yeah. your career. Yeah. So that yeah. is awesome. Yeah, I forget. Uh, to... It's a good. It's a good thing to mention. But yeah. I, because I too, yeah. I manage events, uh, so I'm on that side for a hotel and very similar to project management, and it's totally not fitness related mm-hmm. at all. So I always joke that competing is my hobby, mm-hmm. um, but I am very very passionate about it, and there's certain things that I will not let get in the way of that just yeah. because it is my love and it it yeah builds me up yeah and makes it more positive and I tend to be very very positive during prep until maybe the very very <laughs> like one week out yeah. peak yeah. week is you're fun tough, but you're a tough girl you are a very tough girl it definitely is fun and also I love posing so with the time that we've had uh, for COVID I've really really thought about starting more of a posing business. business. Yes. Finally. I love that. that. Yeah. Help me out. I will. I I love it. I love it. And that's kind of one of the uh, biggest things that I love about competing is obviously the, the show day and then just being able to present your physique and all your hard work and really being fun and bringing your personality out with competing. So whether or not we're going to be wearing a mask on stage coming up. Oh gosh. Uh, uh, I hope I've not. got goods and I've got pros and cons oh, on that gosh. one. I hope I hope not. I mean, I'm your cool. eyes will cool. be everything. I'm cool with the judges wearing it. I don't know about me. But I mean, bedazzled mask, the trikini. It's oh, gonna gosh. be amazing. Oh gosh, fair, fair. I've seen the, I've seen the trikini memes online. Maybe we'll post a picture on our Instagram. The judges or were talking about it. Sandy, she was yeah, joking about. Wow, it. but yeah, that's a. I mean, that's a really good point. Is really we just want to share our knowledge, our love of fitness. And, and do it in a healthy way, too. Do it in a healthy way. Do it in a balanced way. Mm-hmm. One thing I think people really love about podcasts is it gives you a sense of what other people are going through. It makes you feel not so alone. And especially prepping, especially if you're very focused on weight loss, just in general or for a show, it can be kind of lonely. It can be mentally tough. So it's really we just want to share and create a community for people that compete or that are interested in competing or just want to live a healthier lifestyle. And beyond that, I think we have some other goals too. I mean, one thing I would love to see is build this up where we could monetize the podcast in some ways and, and you know, kind of offset the cost of our equipment and the web page and all of that. That's really just our, our passion project and a hobby at the end of the day. And Kaylee, Kaylee reminded me of a goal that I had when I first started is we will probably get video podcasting going eventually. If you guys have not looked at my YouTube channel, I'm going to plug it real quick. Go to Chicken Sneakers. Shameless. Go to my, I know. <laughs> Busted. Yeah. Go to my Instagram. So I have been ramping up my YouTube efforts. I have been ramping up my competency in that area. So be on the lookout for video podcasts in the future as well. And and that's really what we what we have to share and anything else before we call it for episode one? Well, I was just going to say, just shameless plugs for all of us. I think at the end of our episode, we can... Yeah, just... we'll post We'll post our Instagrams. Um, I'll post my YouTube channel. Michelle has a nice web page that I know she just 
put up. So we will put all of that contact info. And we also have the bikini underscore things Instagram. So yes. don't be afraid to DM us, hit us up, share your ideas, share what you like and don't like. Mm-hmm. And that's all for episode one. Thank you guys so much for listening. Yeah.